You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. I did it again. You did it again. I know. We all, I keep messing that That's up. Right. That's all right. I keep messing that up. That's all right. It's good when we harmonize. Though. It is. It was great. You went, you went high because, you know, you do, and I went low. So it worked out perfect. <laughs> Uh, but on this week's episode, we're going to talk about how to be godly men. And I'm surprised we've never done an episode on this yet. But we haven't. I looked it up. We have not? No, we haven't. Yeah, no. it's a long time not coming. Not then. even before you. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, I know. Long time coming. Good so, stuff, though. New stuff's good yeah. stuff. So I thought this would be a good episode since we have the feminine perspective and the masculine <laughs> yes. perspective. Yeah, we can tell definitely from the harmonizing who is the, the feminine one. So yeah. it's fine, though. It's fine. We'll get yeah. through it. So... You know, not to exclude you ladies, but I'm sure you can get something out. Maybe you're looking for a godly man here. We'll talk about some qualities. Yeah, so you, you can get something out of this episode as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so we are going to talk about what it means to be a godly man, what is a godly man, some of those characteristics. You know, yeah. the Bible talks quite a bit about um, how to be godly men, what yeah. we're supposed to do. Obviously, we're not going to be able to cover all that, but but... If you need information, the Bible is the oh, best, yeah, just open best part to you, go you'll to. You'll be able to figure it out quick. But we've been, we've been going through the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I just finished up uh, Leviticus. I'm in Numbers now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little slow going for me, Numbers, the mm-hmm. book of Numbers. Um, not that it's bad or anything. It's just uh, perhaps not what I was used to. Or not yeah. what I'm, you know, Leviticus is much different than, <laughs> than Numbers. So I was used to the laws and reading through that for golly but felt like all february but i'm through that now and then in uh mark so i'm getting getting through some old testament books mm-hmm. and some new testament books learning a lot man i'm so glad yeah. we're doing this it's a lot though yeah you know is. i i've committed you know we've committed to ourselves to get it done and i found myself last night sitting there by myself ashley was uh, working out or something and I, it was just me and the dogs in the house i was like oh, this is nice just just relax and go 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 so much then i was like mm-hmm. man i gotta read I, I have to. I've committed to doing yeah. this, so mm-hmm. I have to do it. And I, you know, the downtime that I thought I had uh, was occupied, and I'm glad it was. You know, reading by yourself and mm. uh, and doing a, you know, just relaxing and reading God's word is is nice. But uh, it's 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 a it's a lot. It's a lot to get through and commit to in a year. But mm-hmm. it's, I'm glad that I'm doing it. I'm sure you're the same. Yeah, I've learned you know quite a bit, not only from doing the Bible, it only happens to be that way because we're at the beginning of the year, we're also doing those, uh, a look through the Bible. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, I love, I do love the book of Numbers only because of the, you know, the stories in it, um, not necessarily all the the numbers and, and things like that, obviously, but um, you know, you see a, a pretty clear picture of the Israelites and Moses as a leader. Yeah. Um, and some of those things. Um, Talk are, about a godly man, huh? Yeah. 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 And even that godly man uh, had mistakes. It sure did. Um, and you see that in the book of Numbers. Mm. So, like I said, I, I've enjoyed it. You know, I know you're going through the New Testament as you're going through. So I'm a little bit, you know, further. Um, I just got into to Deuteronomy um, okay. a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's been good. It is. Yeah. It has been. Um, you know, we both of us... You know, preached in the last week. You know that also helps. You know, not only are we reading the Bible in the year, but um, you know, 
now we're pre- prepping for messages, so yeah. we're surrounded by the word right now. Yeah, um, which has been a blessing. It, it has, is, been. but you're right. You know, it is a lot, and, and it can be a lot. Throw a book club on top of that. Yeah. You know, so all I'm doing is reading words anymore. It's just like, oh <laughs> man, if I'm not reading I, the Bible, I'm preparing for a sermon. I'm not doing that. I'm reading uh, uh, the books that we're going through. So it's it's a lot of reading. Lately, yeah, um, and smokes. and to be honest, I didn't read much before i was a christian at all oh yeah i read Me maybe either. like three books in my life and now i've read and those are all picture books yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah dude me too i mean i only ever read in college when i had to and most of the time i made friends so they could tell me what what the story said or what the book said um so reading was not huge i'm still not the biggest fan of it but i know that it's important now and um, especially in in the positions that we are in, in the church we want to know what we're talking about and show people where to go and guide people mm-hmm. along the way if they're stumbling with something. So yeah. it's definitely beneficial. Yeah. Um, and I'm always like a, a question-oriented person. I like to ask questions, um, even simple ones sometimes. And I try to do that while I'm reading. And I know, you, you know, what you've talked to, you do the same thing. Yeah. You're just trying to get something out of it, trying to learn, trying to absorb so that we can, you know, teach others in the church and, 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 and have somewhat of an answer to their mm-hmm. to questions that we get. Yep. So that's what that's a huge benefit of why we're doing this. But we're keep trucking, we're keep moving. Yep. Um, Almost through February, so we're... A sixth of the way done with the year. Yeah, I think once you probably get through March, then we can be like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I think I would have quit in <laughs> yeah. January if I was like, hey, yeah, I don't want to do it. So I'm already committed. Yeah. I'm already more than well, six of the way there. So why quit now, right? Yep, absolutely. So a godly man, Phil. Yep. Godly man. What is that? A man who loves God. A man who loves the God. The end. Is it just a man who loves God? No, it's. I mean, there's so many qualities. You look at, you look at um, any man in the Bible. I think think of David mm-hmm. specifically, and you know he was a man who who had who had his flaws, just like everybody does. But he was a guy who was quick to yeah. quick to go back to God, and when, and he knew when he messed up. You know, yeah. he knew when he he did wrong and he asked for forgiveness and there you know when i think of a man of god i think of of him and and the disciples and peter he was i mean he he was a dude never stopped talking mm-hmm. he always had something to say about something <laughs> and he and he overstepped often but jesus was always there to correct him as the holy spirit is mm-hmm. with us you know i think of when they cut the when he cut the guy's ear off jesus like what are you doing you've been mm-hmm. with me for 3 years and you still don't get it yet mm-hmm. relax i got it so he messed up, even yeah. when he denied him. Mm-hmm. He made it right when he came back and asked him if he loved him. So there's so many qualities. You, I think you look at at Jesus as, as, as the God he was on earth and how he was. And for us to believe in him and, and be saved and to follow him mm. is what it means to be a godly man. Follow his, you know, great, uh, great, great... Um, person to follow after yeah. and if we mimic him and, and model our lives after him in all ways the best we can obviously we're not god so we can't be perfect but striving to be like jesus um, is what it means to be a man of god yeah and I, and I and i totally agree um with that picture for sure because you know that's who we follow that's our lord um and a godly man is a person who tries to imitate christ absolutely 
you know, tries yeah. to model his life after Christ, the love that Christ had, the truth that Christ had, mm-hmm. um, all those things. And like you said, um, with with David, um, David had his flaws, but he was very quick to repent. He yeah. was very quick to ask for forgiveness and help, um, and all those things. And 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 David knew where to go when he was in trouble. Yeah. And I think that is what a godly man is: someone, a, a, a man who knows who the king is. Yeah, you know, because yeah. men. Men can be pretty dominant. At but, times. Yeah, yeah. It can be pretty uh, alpha, I prideful. guess. Yeah, yeah. Prideful. Yeah, prideful. Um, but when a, a godly man knows who's in charge, mm-hmm. he knows who's at the head. Yes, who's at the top. Yeah, um, and that's God, of course. And 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 he will always put God first, mm-hmm. always, in, yeah. in in his whole life. And and uh, I have a passage here that I think is a good picture of a godly man obviously there's other verses but paul here is talking with timothy a young a young pastor and um obviously you know there's even passages where paul tells them uh don't let anyone look down on you because Mm -hmm. you're because you're young but pursue purity and and the truth and, and preach the word all those things um so so you know Paul and Timothy had a great relationship. Yeah, very uh, good mentor. Paul yeah, was, huh? Absolutely, and I I can only imagine how much Timothy looked up to Paul oh, and, yeah. and imitated Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, in his life that that he might be um, what God wants him to be. Right. Um, as a as a leader of a family and a leader of a church and all those things. But First Timothy six uh, verse eleven um, says, "But you, man of God." Flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. So, so it says here. He says, "But you, man of God, flee from all this." And and what was talked about before was um, the love of money. Yeah. This is the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, about pursuing about how there's you know basically. Um, pastors or you know preachers of of the word Mm -hmm. um who are just seeking dishonest gain they just wanted money and and that's their pursuit but he tells timothy a man of god not to do that but to pursue the first one is righteousness yeah and and phil you know righteousness i think can seem like an unachievable um task yeah yeah you know you ever it's like well how am i supposed to be righteous well you you can't we and i think we know as believers that we cannot the only reason that we are righteous is because god makes us righteous at the point of salvation there is Mm -hmm. nothing that we can do other than be saved to make us righteous Mm -hmm. because we're 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 not that we're not that good Mm -hmm. we're not that great of people um even the best of us sin yeah so without god there is no righteousness Mm mm-hmm and he's telling Timothy here, you know, flee from the the worldly things, flee from the flee from the um, the money and the desires to do what everybody else is doing, and pursue godly things. Yeah, and starting with righteousness. Now, like I said before, without God or without God, there is no righteousness. So the relationship with God has to be first to establish yeah. the first thing, which is righteousness and then there's a list of things that come after it yeah and and yeah exactly what you're saying you have to be a man of god to even pursue 
any of yes. these things. He even mm-hmm. had the capability because God instills them in us all these things which yeah. is, you know obviously the first one is righteousness what you're talking about is when jesus christ died and we you know we, we repented and believed in jesus and, and mm-hmm. the holy spirit comes into our life he gives us his righteousness yeah. that we're able to get into heaven and yep. and that uh you know god would pardon us um which is a huge huge you know, blessing, obviously, yes. uh, but but we can still, and the reason why I say that is sometimes we say, well, the task is too far away. I just won't even try. Mm-hmm. I won't try to, but it says here to pursue it. Yeah, it's not not try it once and eh, it uh, didn't work. I'm, yeah. I'm done with it. No, it's it's a constant. When you pursue something, you don't stop until you find it. Yeah. You don't stop until you get it or attain it. Yeah. You pursue it and you make uh, you make it an, uh, a life goal or an effort to to figure it out yeah and and like you said we we can't none of these all these are perfected in in christ right we can't achieve perfection and then we'll mess up we do those things and that's why he says you know to pursue them to keep mm-hmm. going with them to keep trying to to be more righteous every day and yeah. hopefully you can say i'm a little bit more righteous <laughs> than i was the day before and, and that sounds like a weird thing um, but that's the pursuit a man of God should have. Right. That that people would actually look upon him and say, "Man, that's a righteous man of and God." You, and you look at this this dynamic between Paul and Timothy, and Paul is 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 writing to Timothy. You gotta you gotta think that as as Timothy's surrounded by these other pastors who were preaching for dishonest gain, it gotta be going through his head. You know, well, my peers are doing it. it you know, is it really? That big of a deal if I skim some off the top, if yeah. I take some pocket. Paul's saying, hey, I can understand what you're going through, but since you are a man of God, flee from these things and pursue this. So having a, you know, you, you look at Paul as a godly man. He's He understands the temptation that's there yeah. that Timothy perhaps mm-hmm. is, is up against. And yeah. he's saying, no, we got something better. Yeah. We have something more sure. We have something that's going to fulfill us more than anything that we can put in our pockets. And because he's a godly man, he's he's encouraging him to to follow these things. Yeah. So um, and the, and the the next one there is godliness. So yeah. pursue righteousness and godliness. Mm-hmm. And godliness is what I would say is goodness. Yes, ab- that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, you you're pursuing, you know, righteousness. They kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> righteousness and godliness do go hand in hand. Your pursuit of of goodness and um a flee from sin. Yeah. Um this is kind of the picture I get from pursue righteousness and and godliness is flee from sin. Right. Um don't let sin trap you. Don't let sin be your destruction. Yeah. Um and a man of God can have this a lot of temptations. Um, you know, specifically with men, lust is a huge yeah. temptation. Mm-hmm. Um and, and a man of God will recognize it and flee from it yep. when it happens. Pride is another one. As we talked about, men tend to like to be the alphas, the mm-hmm. ones in charge and, and God has given us a lot of responsibilities yeah. um with that. But so there are definitely some men who who take advantage of that responsibility and and all those things but we are supposed to be humble yeah we're supposed to pursue righteousness godliness um all those things and when we live lives of sin as men we are doing the opposite of what here and what the word obviously tells us yeah. we're supposed to do yeah and i think uh, something important to note is you know, goodness, because the Bible defines God is good, mm-hmm. is what it says. So we can, you know, synonymously move godliness with goodness. Um, but, dang, I forgot what I was going to say now. It happens. It, it happens almost happen. every time. 
But uh, dang, that ship sailed. Yeah. <laughs> dang. It was decent too. Oh yeah. well. Anyways, oh, well. Yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, down in the comments, if you think you knew what Phil was yeah, going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought roulette. Yeah. Oh, it's back. Boom. It, back, Got in, it. back in the nice. port. Back in the port. So if we we cannot have this this goodness and define it any way we want. Yeah. What he's talking absolutely. about here is biblical goodness. He's yeah. not talking about the good things that the world deems as is yeah. good or acceptable. Yeah. He's talking about uh, scriptural, doctrinal. And uh, uh, biblical goodness, not and and I and I uh, look in here. It says pursue. Uh, there's nothing that says anything about happiness in yeah. here, or anything that says you know pursue joy or pursue any of the. Those things come when you focus on what he's telling you, what he's telling uh, Timothy to pursue. So it's not like get your. I don't see anything about getting your best life now. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything about uh, falling. Uh, uh, you know, given to your guilty pleasures. I don't see anything about yeah. that. He's sticking to what the scripture says and what yeah. he needs to do in order to uh, be continue to be that man of God. Yeah, and I once heard you know a pastor say it like this, and I thought it was so um, true. And, and I can apply it to what we're talking about, which is men men tend to want to pursue what makes them happy yeah. rather than pursue what makes them holy. Yeah. Um, and, and that was obviously what this pastor was kind of getting at. You know, we're so focused on pursuing happiness, which, you know, in some cases can be a good thing. Right. But in a lot of cases, sometimes it can not be a good thing. Um, but we're, we're not really focused on pursuing holiness. Right. And God tells us to be holy because he is holy. Um, and I think when, when a man understands that, they can live a happy life yeah. in the pursuit of holiness. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Happiness yeah. comes in the pursuit of holiness. Right. Um, not again. Not with this expectation that you're going to be perfect, but the expectation to please God. Um, and I think yeah. that's a huge, huge thing. But the next one in that passage is faith. Yeah. Why would you? Th- why would faith be one of these characteristics? I mean, I think without it, you don't have really much of a foundation. Mm-hmm. If you don't have faith in what you're believing in, which is, in this case, Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, everything else is, you can't have faith in anything else, you know, or it's false faith. Yeah. He's saying, put, you know, pursue faith. You know, uh, I'm reading through Mark, and I just got to the passage of where, um, Mark chapter 3, I believe, when when he was on the... Uh, in the on the sea and the storm came and and Peter was, don't you even care that we're gonna die? Do <laughs> yeah. you even care? And he says, you have little faith. Yeah. When will you, when will you believe? And then he calms the storm and say, who is this that even the wind yeah. listens to him? Faith is. I don't know. How, I'm trying to think of ways to describe it. There's and, a word and, that's typically synonymous with faith faith and it's trust trust it's trust and i think when when a man knows how to trust the lord um he tends to not worry as much about tomorrow and the bible obviously tells us not Mm -hmm. to do that in general but a man um who has is is in the pursuit of faith like he's called to do by god um trust god more every day with his family with his children with with um you know all aspects of his life his career the things that he might hold very dear to to himself that's why you have to have faith because the world gets pretty rocky at times Mm -hmm. suffering happens pain happens and you have to have faith in god that he can calm the waters right right. um that he will calm the waters that he you know that we're supposed to have 
faith that can can move mountains the faith of a mustard seed could do that but right. we tend you know not to have faith at all we'll try we'll just trust in ourselves you know men men are very good about doing that i i'll just trust myself to do it mm-hmm. um and sometimes you don't have the capability as a man to do it you are you're limited yeah um and something that only god can do so you got to have faith you got to mm-hmm. pursue faith and this is what i would say i could i could literally remove this word with trusting god yeah um because that's what it is not a saving faith because a man of god already has that he already had that's your like what you said in the beginning that's your first step yeah. to any of this you have to have christ you want to be a man of god you can't be a man of god without christ um i think that's you know so true um, the next one is love. Yeah. How is a man of God supposed to love? Well, just like Christ did, very forgiving, very sacrificial love, very, um, you know, putting others first mm-hmm. in many cases. You know, I think about the love I have for Ashley and the things that I would, the lengths that I would go to to make sure that she knows she's loved even unto death mm-hmm. if needed. And the same way Jesus did for us. He knew, he loved us so much. I mean, John three sixteen is a staple in many households. And everybody knows that verse. So to have this this love, it's to. Lo- I think we need to have this in order to be like Christ was. Mm-hmm. The world. I mean, he tells us that if the world hates you, know that it hated me first. But Jesus didn't love the world any less, even when he was getting beaten and hung on a cross. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like because they're ugly and the sin is coming out of them that he loved them any less he loved them so much that even though i mean tells even though yet we were sinners christ yeah. died for us mm-hmm. so for us to get i don't know better acquainted or better acclimated that love we have it has to be an intentional love it can't be yeah. just um you know oh, I, I love everybody and then i'm going to talk about somebody behind their back or uh, not do for somebody or yeah. uh, you know help them out um I mean, two greatest commandments, love God and love your neighbor, you know, love people. And to not, you know, Jesus is, is very clear on what his expectations are as Christians, as godly men. And, and we are to love just like him, no stipulations, no strings attached. Do we, you know, there's a war going on in, in uh, mm-hmm. Ukraine right now. Are we supposed to hate Russia and Putin and all those guys? No, we're supposed to love them. We're supposed to pray for them. We're supposed to to be the light in the darkness. And if we're not intentional about it, we we in this specifically, it's so easy to fall through the cracks. And and and, and as we go through this list, it's like, man, am I acting righteously? Am I acting good? Do I trust God? Do I love this person? I say I love on the outside, but my heart says otherwise. And, yeah. and to do it, it's, 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 it's important. It's imperative to make sure that, and that's why, you know, checking yourself with these things every day, especially as a man being mm-hmm. a leader and, and being, you know, as a husband, the, the person, your wife or your family looks up to for an answer, like, Oh, well, Phil hates that person, so I got a free pass to not like him either. Or Phil talks about this person, I got a free pass to yeah. not do it either. And making sure that you know you're in line with what God wants from you. Yeah, and it's 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 pure, um, no strings attached love. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I like what you said. The, this this kind of look about sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a man needs to have. 
a love that's like Christ willing to lay down his life. And that that sounds like a pretty radical love. Yeah. But I do think that's kind of what Christ, how he shows us he loves us in his sacrificial um, love and, and what he did on the cross for us. Um, so love can be a very tricky thing sometimes for men because um, sometimes I think we entangle it with other worldly things, sinful things, right. whether that's lust or mm-hmm. or some of those t- types of sexual things. Yeah. Um, but love is is a choice. It is is a choice to basically work for the well-being of of everyone. That's what yeah. God he says, love God um, and love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two greatest commandments. Right. And, and if you can stick to those things, you adhere to all the law. Yeah. Um, and that's so important to know um, because love, love in the Bible is described so many times as what binds people together. It's what binds believers together. Yeah. Um, and it's not... A love that the world describes, the love that God describes, mm-hmm. which is sacrificial, yeah. um, which which is a love obviously that sits very deep with me. Um, that you couldn't even, it's it would be hard to even love that way. But that's what we're called to do. And I think the 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 stark difference between a biblical love and a worldly love is a worldly love is a feeling. Yeah, a biblical love is a sacrificial love. It's not yeah. a feeling of, it's it's not an emotion. Whereas yeah. the worldly love says it it is. Mm-hmm. So and so the next one here is endurance. And I think a lot of people know what endurance patience, is. Yeah. Um, you know, you, in that is there's patience. Um, in that's uh, an attitude of never giving up, to keep pushing, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and a man has to be that rock in his family. Yeah. Um, and if that rock is shaky, or if that rock is wanting to give up all the time, they're saying, "Well, which this is waste of time. We're never going to make it out of this." Yeah. How how can we expect our families? to also want to push through, to also make it through, or also have a faith or this love that we're supposed to pursue, um, it, it would be very difficult. And that's why I think here he's telling Timothy to have endurance because mm-hmm. the ship's going to get shaky, but you have the, the, the creator of all things, the one who can calm the, the storm right. of life. Um, so you have to have endurance. You have to have patience because um, the world we live in is not good. Yeah, I like King James Version of it says long-suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wait it out. You know, uh, you know something that I've been working on personally is the, the things that I react to. There could be a huge—Ashley always says, you get worked up over the small things, and the big things don't seem to bother you. Mm-hmm. So I've been more intentional in, in paying more attention to, you know, the little things that would, I don't, there's no reason to get upset about that. And I know this is kind of out of context a little bit, but something, you know, as a man you need to work on is, is figuring out what you're not good at uh, or figuring out what your shortcomings are, praying about asking God how to fix certain things so you can be more like God and be more, you know, of one mind. And, you know, I don't quite know that. You know, if someone stepped on the back of Jesus' sandal, that he would be up in arms about it, you know? Whereas something small happens to me, I just want to burn the house down, you know? It's <laughs> like, what the heck? And so, you know, recognizing what you need to work on as a man, and it's, you know, I know is is our, our culture tells us that, I guess it's different now, everything's getting a little more... Um, Soft, mm, but feminine. Old, feminine, yeah, oh, yeah. Older, you know, you go nineties, eighties, whatever. You say um, men don't do this. Men don't talk about their feelings. Men don't, 
you know, elicit or show any type of weakness. And to a degree, okay, but when you can recognize, and you don't have to admit to anybody, when you can recognize yourself, what you need to work on and, and actually grow from it, biblically, not, oh yeah, I went to you know, therapy and fixed everything that's ever been wrong with me. Well, no, if you're not, not a Christian, no, you, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. But understanding what you need to work on and asking God to help you through it. And, you know, for this instance specifically, you know, making sure Timothy's on track with, you know, Paul's making sure he's on track with what he needs to be doing and not letting the worldly yeah. things pull him away from the plan that God has mm-hmm. for his life. And it starts with little things. Yeah, and, and with with that idea is there's so many people speaking into other people's lives. Yeah. And as a man of God, you have to be able to filter out what is true and what is not true. And it can be very easy to go after what we feel that would be fun or pleasurable or, or whatever it might be. And you'll end up finding yourself... To, you'll end up finding yourself far away from where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, this is why you have to have endurance in those types of situations to be able to push past all the voices um, to keep, you know, to take your family with mm-hmm. you. Sometimes men can can leave their families behind, um, but we're supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to love our families. We're supposed to pull them alongside of us. Um, in a lot of cases, um, push them um, a little bit. Um, to where our our family and, and your family needs to go, where God wants them to go. Not where the man wants it to go, yeah. but where God wants it to mm-hmm. go. And I think that that's a huge piece. But here's the last, the last one in this passage that I think men tend to have a hard time with, and that's gentleness. Yeah. So Christ was very gentle in very. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can model... Christ's gentleness to how you're supposed to, you'll be in a pretty good yeah. spot. Um, granted, it's it's not always easy. Men are aggressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at you know psychology, all those types of things, um, you'll find that men are typically a lot more aggressive <laughs> than women. Men do uh, hard things, tough things, mm-hmm. um, stupid things. Yeah, well, um, um, there's many moments where you know. If I wanted to, I'd jump right off a second-story roof and just ride on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if uh, – yeah, you got some issues. Bro. Yeah. You got some issues. Yeah, let's kill on me. But, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but but in a lot of ways, gentleness uh, is a, very difficult because we want to be tough. You know, yeah. And tough is good. Tough can be a, a good attribute mm-hmm. uh, or a good characteristic to have in your life. But sometimes it can go too far. Yeah. Um, where you take it too far and, and you don't you, – you're not gentle. You're not loving. You're not caring towards anyone that you're just so hard all the time. And a, a man who is that way tends to push mm-hmm. push people away. Yeah. Um, when you can't be gentle – and I think in a lot of situations – um, you know, Jesus is obviously different from us, but if Jesus was so hard with the woman at the well, oh yeah, and not gentle, right. um, the way that it seems to be he was um, in the Bible, um, would she have went back and told the people about who the Messiah was? Right. Would she ever come to realization that mm-hmm. Jesus was the Messiah, or would would she be like, well, he's just every other Jew? Yeah, um, right. And and I think that's a, a big piece. And I think uh, I, I get down some YouTube rabbit holes sometimes. Somehow I stumbled across this thing called a livestock guardian dog, right? This thing lives out in the field, and it's like in, it was like Lithuania or some yeah. weird tiny little country. And it's this massive dog, right? 
And it's its sole purpose, it's bred into it, is to just protect the sheep because apparently they still have sheep out there in Lithuania <laughs> or wherever they're at. Like they're, they're living sheep at, yeah, here dude. too. Just so you know, there's lambs here. <laughs> okay. But you, were, yeah. Uh, but there's these, it's these livestock garden dogs, and they're they're massive. They're bigger than wolves, and their sole purpose is to protect. And mm-hmm. they, these things could thrash the things that they're protecting if they wanted to. Right, they could rip into these sheep and destroy. I saw this video of this little, um, this little, uh, 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 like border collie, a puppy border collie, trying to herd these sheep, and this dog just walks out, and this border collie falls on his back and puts its tail up, and the dog just stood there. He's like, "No, th- these are my sheep. I know you're a puppy, and I know you're trying to do your. Don't mess with them. They're mine." Mm-hmm. Well, this 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 dog is huge, and and it can be gentle with the sheep, but as soon as a wolf comes. What happens? It's game time. Nice dog, good family dog, no issues with them. But as soon as that wolf comes or that bear comes or that coyote comes in the night, it has a job to do. Yeah. And it's gentle when it needs to be. Yep. It can be loving when it needs mm-hmm. to be. But as soon as that wolf comes up or as soon as that, that uh, and, and I'm, I don't know why I've watched so many videos of them. It's interesting. I'd, I'd recommend it after you listen to this, of course. But uh, it's it's so interesting of how, how this massive thing with all this power can be so nice to what it's just instinctively nice to what it's protecting but as soon as a threat comes up it changes character and it's mm-hmm. like a it's like something you wouldn't even know existed you yeah. didn't know it had that side to it um and i think as as men we ha- we need to know especially godly men you know i think when people think oh christians wouldn't god just fall over and and roll on his back and let you know get get be- <laughs> no i mean yes but no we're not you know if someone's attacking or whatever we're supposed to protect now we're supposed to love everybody but just the bible tells us we can protect mm-hmm. but having this gentleness towards towards the world when they're ugly jesus he could have he could have wiped everybody out when they were beating him mm-hmm. when they're spitting on him when they're shoving that crown of thorns on him and they're lifting him up on that cross and nailing his hands to it he could have ended it just like that. Yeah. I mean, just like that. He could have called the, and they mocked him. If you're some call the angels down to say, he could have, mm-hmm. and they would have felt pretty stupid, but he didn't yeah. because he had a purpose. Mm-hmm. He said, what I'm going through right now is needed so that I can show the world, all of those people there, all those Roman soldiers, I can show the world that I am the Son of God, and that if you believe in me, though I'm going through a rough time right now, if you believe in me, even though you're doing this to me, you can have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And that's the gentleness that that Jesus had. Yeah. That mm-hmm. we... Right, let me ask you this. Do you... And, and maybe it's a, a, a double-ended question or... You know, uh, a catch twenty two. But do you want that gentleness as a man? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Do you always have it? No. No. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. And I'm sure anyone listening or watching can agree to that as well. Yeah. That it's a lot of these things take time. You know, um, it's 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 a pursuit. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a. Everything's fixed in one night. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think we need to give ourselves a little bit more grace when we do screw up. God does. And we need to learn from our mistakes and ask him to guide us and help us out with, um, you know, what we're going through, what we're struggling with, mm-hmm. um, and, and to learn how to be more like him. But to learn how to be more like him, 
we got to read how he was right yeah. we can't we can't just oh well god would god wouldn't do that and his scripture doesn't say he would do that you, you know we can't ad lib what we think god would be like or mm. what we think jesus would be like or what we think a godly man's like we have to compare it to his word because we have it from start yeah. to finish yeah absolutely and i want to just read this this uh, verse 12 here because i do think it applies um it says fight the good fight of faith Take hold of eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Mm-hmm. So there's you know, this kind of charge to Timothy to to not give in to the world, to not give in to the false teachings, all that type of stuff, yeah. but to be a man of God, to pursue righteousness and, and love and, and those things that we just talked about. But he says to fight the good fight. It's a fight. Yeah. Yeah. As a man, you have to know it's a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and men typically can relate to that to some degree, and I think yeah. that's why I like how Paul puts it here to Timothy, is you have to fight. And it's not a, just an arbitrary fight that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good fight. Um, it's a fight that, that we're called as believers um, to fight. Um, here on earth and and i think that you know that's huge and 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 a man of god needs to remember you know his salvation what god has done because you tend to be able to do all these things that we talked about a little bit easier um when you can when you can thank god for what he did in your own life right um so there are a few other characteristics obviously of a godly man um like we had mentioned a little bit um is he obeys the word yeah. He'll obey this. Yeah. He'll mess it up from time yeah. to time, but he'll seek, he'll pursue to obey what is written in the Word of God. Yeah. Um, he'll also um, seek the calling of God on his life, whatever that might be, where, but he'll, he'll ask God what he wants him to do next. That is what um, a godly man hopefully will do, is he'll seek God's advice, God's wisdom and understanding yeah. um, every day of his life. And obviously, some of these are mentioned here, but he'll... He'll produce good fruit. Yeah. Um, occasionally, will he produce a bad fruit? Sure. Yeah. But thank the Lord for His forgiveness and His grace, like you'd mentioned. Um, but but some of these fruits, you know, the fruits of the spirit, gentleness is one of them. But there's one main one I want to just highlight is self control. Oh yeah. So yeah. A, a good fruit. One of the good fruit is self control. Mm-hmm. Um, and men a lot of times don't have self control. Um, whether that's like some of the things we talked about, lust, yeah. um, whether that's pride, um, a lot of different things, um, sec- you know, sexual things. Um, some of these things can be difficult to keep under control, but mm-hmm. that's a, a man of God will produce self-control. Mm-hmm. If not, he's not being a man of God. Right. Um, he's being the opposite of what a man of God is supposed to be, and that's a, a, a man who is self-controlled. I know me; I've struggled with it. You just you mentioned it, but we can sometimes lose our temper. Yeah. We can sometimes get angry over small things. Um, I'm similar to you um, when big things don't really phase me a whole lot, but I can get upset over a small thing. Right. I can get angry over a small thing. <laughs> yeah, like um, my house could burn to the ground, and I'd only be mad that my fish tank is gone. It's yeah. like we don't have a place to live. It's like, what about my fish? You know, and that's yeah. the, that's the difference. You know, it's like some of the big things, but but asking God to work on it, yeah, help and, and, and meaning. You know, I think we pray so often, um, or maybe maybe we don't. But Lord, just help me with this, and I'd be gone, and not really mean it, but actually pray about it and ask Him for help for a specific thing. He's yeah. a specific God, mm-hmm. and He wants to help you out with specific needs. Mm-hmm. And if it is self control, He can help out with that. Yeah, and uh, um, a. Another characteristic, which I do think is is a huge one, and it kind of relates to a lot of these, but um, he's a man of prayer. 
Yeah. He's going to have the, uh, the heart to, to pray to his Father in Heaven, mm-hmm. to pray for his family. Um, to